Welcome, everyone. Back again. Hi. Um, back again, like Backstreet. We're joined this week by Dan Bird. Dan Bird, say hello. Hello. That's Dan Bird, that is. He's More NSYNC than NSYNC. If you follow, yeah, if you follow us on any social media, all the stuff that looks a bit like a 10-year-old <laughs> has done it, then that's me. Yep. If it looks really, really good, Dan Bird did it. That's just FYI. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we're really excited this week. It's gonna we're gonna be talking the absolute shower that is Manchester United. Um, as we're recording this, it's just kicked off the Manchester derby. So let's see how that goes while we're recording. Um, we're also going to talk about um, some quite big topics: racism in football. We're going to discuss. Just touch on it because we can't really discuss just, it yeah, in its entirety, no, can we? Not that'd no. be silly. We're going to touch on it. We're gonna we're going to talk about the Player of the Year nominations that came out. The Young Player of the Year. Uh, discuss them. We're going to do uh, bang average Premier League players. Bang average. Um, <laughs> we got, you know, feedback. It's a good one. Mm. Also, I just wanted to say uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ben McDonald. Um, this one's for you. Hi, this is the Blender Coach and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast. Back of the net. Still recorded it, you. Yay! United. Let's just do it. Let's just blitz through it really quickly. Let's just go there. Okay. Why so? Why so harsh? Right. <laughs> Is there any need for the negativity spewing out of the orifices yes. of all Man United players Cast right now? Ex Man United players, the worst. There's no support from whatsoever. <laughs> fickle, fickle, fickle. I'm looking at you, Rio. It's di- I'm right. looking at you, Paul. I'm looking at you. Gary Neville's got a good point. So uh, he's Gary Neville's got a really good. That's point. good, but he gets this underneath undertones of just such anger, which I don't understand for the situation the Man United are in. Yeah, it's a bad result. Whatever, get on with it. Four nils, four nil. Like long gone are the days where you beat PSG in the Champions League respectfully. Yeah. Long gone <laughs> is that. Don't worry. Just a week ago. You just saw the magnificence of Leo Messi score against you, where yep. everyone applauding is basically a standing ovation in the biggest tournament in the world. But that's all gone out the window now because of what? One result at the end of the season. What are you, what are you fighting for anyway? What are you going to moan about? Right. To Hang get on. top four or what? <laughs> There's nothing to play for. Get over yourself. God. Nice. Right. <laughs> uh, spoken like a true Arsenal fan. <laughs> You're used to mediocrity, we're not. Yeah. That's and how one... detrimental is that to the club? Right. The, 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 the problem that you've got at the minute, I agree that there are certain elements <sighs> of the Man United X players I feel like that... I've got a lot off my chest then. The Man United X... I haven't been able to talk you've to missed the, about you, Right. You've missed the point. But you have got a point, <laughs> but you've missed the main issue. The main issue at the minute with Manchester United, I agree with you, there's a lot of X players who service their own agendas... Um, and Paul Scholes, then shut up now. Paul Scholes is one of them. To, he's the worst probably for it, and he's my favourite ever United player. But he's the he's the even worst now, for it. Yes, even he's now, the worst for it. Really, Gary Neville's very good. The problem that you have at this club right now is that they're not being there's 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 no there's no football leader above the first team manager. So about you got Ole Gunnar, Sol- Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who now the fans. Will never boo. They won't. He won the treble. He he secured the treble. United fans won't. He's a, he was an easy. He was a very clever appointment because he had results. He's a very clever appointment by the board. I will hand them that because the toxicity of the Mourinho era towards the end because 
Yes, there's player issues, which I'll get onto in a minute. However, regardless, his style of football was, oh, was awful at the end. Yeah. At the end, it was dreadful. And I will forever say that he did a great job at United. He should have been given a lot more slack than he was given, a lot less criticism. However, the football was boring. It yeah. wasn't a case of style over substance. It was There's no style and no substance. Um, the bigger issue now, they've employed only going to Solskjaer. The fans will never boo him. But... The performances are now, they're now showing, actually, all those things that Mourinho said, the, the press and a lot of Man United fans said was, oh, it's Mourinho's fault because the players don't like him. Now, stories are starting to come leaking out. I saw one yesterday where the players have said that they don't like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's training sessions. That's been leaked, yeah, by someone. <clears throat> now... Probably WikiLeaks, I, well, I assume. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's, he's got, well, I don't know if he's got uh, computer access anymore. It's not just him. It's not one person. No, he's, he's the man. Right, anyway. He's um, so, you've, that came from somewhere. You would imagine, throwing names out there, that a lot of people are now been saying, well, we were fed that by Pogba's agent. All right, enough now, hearsay. No, enough no, hearsay. no, 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 no. That's no, hearsay. Right. The, the, and slander. No, the biggest problem is, at the club, that... S3, we're all football fans. We all watch football. And I can tell you that we all see that Manchester United lack defensive structure. Oh, but look, it's just a rebuilding thing. Arsenal are going through it. Chelsea are going through it. It takes Mm. rebuilding. No, it's different. Different for your club because you're the best in the world. I think think it is different for United. You've got anti-United goggles. It is different (laughs) for us. Because whether you like it or not, Manchester United are the biggest club in England. I don't care if we finish 15th. We're the biggest club in England. Yeah. We are the biggest... You've got, you've got the biggest history out of, yeah, out of any club it's, in England, it's I the, think. It's the most... One people. of any... Well, up yeah. until, even in certain parts of the country, we're called Manchester. Now, Man City are brilliant. So we're we still get called Manchester. <laughs> no, we still get called Manchester. My point is that this is a very, very great club. And I think the same about Liverpool. I still think the same about the absolute mess that some of those clubs have been left in. Aston Villa, Leeds United. These clubs are huge clubs. Forest, Derby. They're massive. But they have Didka, been mishandled. They've been mishandled Winnish. over the years. Um, mm. Arsenal weirdly haven't been to a certain extent because they were very sensible and I've talked in depth about my love of Arsenal football well, we both have. they're brilliant we both have the, United is bigger it is bigger and the pro- Ed Woodward and the board right now would we said this before the podcast they would rather than sign go out and break mm. the world transfer record for a defender like Klopp did and like Liverpool allows him to do they would rather bring in Gareth Bale on a two year loan which is the latest rumour because that's more important to the commercial revenue the club generates than signing Koulibaly from Napoli or competing yeah. with Barca for Delict at Ajax, who we shouldn't bring in now. We'd, we would ruin him. Like, we'd ruin <laughs> like him. Memphis to we, Yeah, we were like Memphis to yeah. yeah, we'd ruin him. Stay away from us, Delict, please. Yeah. Same reason as a football fan. To go. But, right, Koulibaly's the biggest one. He would cost more money than Van Dyke. He would. Ed Woodward wouldn't sign him because he would probably think, oh, well, how many f- normal football fans who watch Premier League Super Sunday and get excited have heard of him? Depends they- if you want to marquee signing, if you want to be clever. Every big club has those type of players. 
the Kevin Prince Boateng of, of, of Barcelona recently. Would, would, you would always see have that to have Koulibaly, those players. though, was neither. That's Why the do you want problem. a marquee player? You have no, to have I don't a... want a marquee player. You know, I'm saying Woodward does, and that's where the club's going wrong. Yeah. You don't sign marquee players. What you sign is world-class players in their positions. Yeah. Would Koulibaly, how many people watch Serie A football in England? Yeah, not many. Not many. We do. I watch it. I definitely don't. Koulibaly <laughs> is world-class week in, week out for Napoli. Mm. But a lot of people in this country won't have seen him play unless Napoli are in the Champions League yeah. and they're playing an English team. They Liverpool. Yeah, that's the only time they'll see him. So they will oh, judge yeah. Koulibaly 100% now on his performances against Arsenal in the Europa League. And, you know, in the group stage, where they have a very difficult group stage with Liverpool you know, and PSG. So it goes back that's to my point judge on. being now, football player. No, it's not. What I'm saying is that is the player that we need. Woodward will not buy him because Gareth Bale will sell more shirts. Gareth Bale is more marketable. Would you not like Gareth Bale? No, he's, we don't need him. What we need is a solid defensive structure. You pay money for it. Look, defenders, unless you're Paolo Maldini, they're not fashionable. Yeah, I do. And Woodward will only you, sign fashionable players. Yeah. But I do worry that there, there's still a, there's still a, a thing of, uh, of it's wrong. We shifting need, blame. We need someone in charge. Someone but to look, blame. Like we've discussed this before as well. I players, said, players are commodities. Right. It's, it's not, yeah. no longer like the, the wonderful game that it is. You need to get players at their right age in order to sell on. That does make yeah, no, that's true. financial sense, even though it, it just has its own set of issues. Right, there is an argument to be made that yes, you are correct in that the way that you do it is you try and make sensible signings however where i would argue that that's not what united are doing is making alexis sanchez one of the highest played players in the league <laughs> where that's not happening is mm. offering paul pogba a pay rise that's just at the start of the season okay. when he is he's obviously not listening to your manager you offer him a pay rise why do you do that yeah they, this is where the manchester okay. united I got, I got is now example. they don't need to be there they need so, to be signing world-class talent so you think instead of getting Aaron wan they'll go to trippier instead Oh yes, so they would rather sign. So, yeah, they'd rather really. sign Trippier. I je- well, if, it depends if, if they can get players, it, if it goes throughout the two of them. That was that was rumored to be the case. So no, Trippier is going. Trippier is English, which is why he's more likely to authorize the signing of Harry Maguire for double the money <laughs> than he was to put his hand in his pocket that he would for Koulibaly because yeah. no one's heard of Koulibaly. He won't sell. He won't make a lot of money for the club. We don't care. You buy the best players, Man City. Bought the best players in the positions. Liverpool have had the best transfer policy, one of the best transfer policies I've ever seen the last two years. Yeah. You waited for Naby Keita. Yeah. And you waited yeah. for Van Dijk. You identified what goalkeeper you want and you broke the record for it, albeit Chelsea then broke it. But you broke but I think the record. Part of, that is, part of that is down to the manager and the stubbornness of our manager. Naby Keita to get exactly who was he a masterstroke. Van Dijk was a masterstroke. When, they, when you didn't sign Van Dijk, everyone <clears> says, Oh, well, where's his option B? And they went, we, yeah. we have got other options, but this is but the player we want, we want so we'll wait so for him. It's yeah. the equivalent it's of seeing super. a girl across the room. That's what Man United should say, be doing an aunt. I want you. And then you're all shy and stuff. Can't have me. I'm going to yeah. wait for you. Look, like, right, we've got to wrap it there. I'll watch you. That's enough. But that's my issue with United at the and minute. Then I'll have you. Can you send this? It's going to be creepy now. Whether you like it or not. Send it up. I'm fine with this. Send it up. Oh, um. Send it up. Manchester United in transition. Transition. Yeah, this is good, awesome. <laughs> Love it. Right, we're going to talk a little bit of designing football now. It's important. It's very important. We, we are joined today by our friend slash designer. Design 
a designer, design icon. <laughs> design icon. Design icon. Uh, it is Dan Blue. Uh, Dan does all of our stuff and makes our shambles look really pretty. Uh, <laughs> so how long have you been doing that, Dan? Uh, okay, well, um, graduated uh, in 2017. Uh, I've been doing bits of freelance work and uh, some work in studios. One thing led to another, since. and now yeah. Yeah. it led you to Somehow I, 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 I passed crossed and <laughs> then, <laughs> I, uh, I got stuck with you guys. Do you know, Dan, I hate to say it. Do you know what this it's is? Synergy. Pinnacle. <laughs> synergy. Um, <laughs> Top of the mountain, baby. And off the back, like you're saying, obviously you've, you're a fan of the football itself. So yes. It was easy, easy transition. Do, to do just follow the football. Smack up a few bits and pieces for, for our little thing, which uh, includes football and that. Yeah. How important is design? I love, I love, I love how simple it's, you make it all the time. It's just, yeah, it's just, just, just smack up a few little just, bits and pieces. It's just technicals. It's yeah, it's just, just easy, isn't it? Just do that really quick. We've all, got Microsoft, <laughs> we've all got Microsoft Paint. Yeah. All right, you know, <laughs> just saying. Um, right, how important is designing football, do you think, to creating a, uh, an iconic, you know, like say, uh, the biggest example I can think of of design impact in football is the San Pauli. In Germany, you know, they've got yeah. their... The pirate... Yeah, they've got their cro- skull and crossbones and they're, they're, no, they're a pirate club. And they've got this, like, so much that when they got promoted, they didn't like it because they were like, oh, we've got to play Bayern Munich and stuff. Like, <laughs> can we go back down? Like, and they prefer it there. It's a small environment. They've got this brilliant okay. design. To the point you see Sam... It's just a Sam Pauli and it's a skull and crossbones. Right. You'll see That's people... You now I've mentioned it, you'll see people over here <laughs> wearing that T-shirt. Okay. They're a hipster's club. But I, I think the, the biggest... Uh, part of design is actually how the Premier League's designed. It's iconic yeah. in its approach. Oh. The last two, three seasons, it's just grown. Yeah, with, the, and it's been on trend with with the color palettes used as well as the the sharp yeah, design. Yeah, the 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 Premier League rebrand was awesome, fantastic, and also the fact that they, I I love the fact that they shortened it to Premier League as well. Yeah. Tried to move yeah. away from it's very, it was good. It was so spread through fantasy it was, football. It was needed as when well. we see that that those range of colours is instantaneous. Yeah. Do you know what? Does need a new re, a rebrand actually more of a rebrand than it had uh, with Sky Sports, Net, uh, the Sky Sports News. Yeah, the Sky Sports News. Yes, it had the sort of same, you know, as Sky Sports as a whole. However. Yeah, need to get rid of that yellow. I, I think to be uh, fair, I think a that, lot... that yellow banner has become such a joke. <laughs> And they, I genuinely don't think they see it now. Like when yeah. transfer deadline day comes up, we're all like yellow banner joke, yellow banner joke. <laughs> I do think get rid. I do think though, to be fair, a lot of stuff in football needs better design. Yeah. I, I, it's it's not exactly a good scene for it. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> you you and you can you can see that when uh, when some clubs like the Juve rebrand mm. get slated like mad. That was the, great when, when it first comes yeah. out. But it's it's that was. Oh, it's like, you know my problem yeah, with it's the, wonderful. It's, beautiful. it's very nice. The problem that I have with the UV rebrand. You've got a problem me, with the UV rebrand? Yeah, one little tiny bit. I think I've got a problem with you. One little tiny bit <laughs> is I I see Juventus as this romantic um What do you mean the old lady? Yeah, the old lady, you know. Okay. The, they've got it's very you know, at one point they had like a the uh Gianluca Viali and they had um, Ravanelli and Del Piero was their front three like that's poetry for me that's as a football geek and I so <laughs> Del Piero Ravanelli and Gianlu uh, and Viali oh, that's beautiful mm. their rebrand was a bit too crisp 
for me and it took away from the antiquated nature of the club that I see. But it pulled it into, very, into modern times. Yeah, very modern. The board. But I, so when I picture Juventus, I, when I, I, picture Juventus I, don't, I don't want to picture that rebrand on Cristiano Ronaldo. I want to imagine the yeah. old... The old lady, you know. Yeah, but I think, but I think that's done before. On that I like thing. it. I think it's... when when a rebrand is done well, it you can still you can still remember all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can still have uh, great memories of, of all of that, and and still yeah move into mm. more modern times. I right, a lot of it is just stuck in its old so ways. Are we agree. Just... Designing football. Yeah. Is yeah. very important, yeah. That's, that's not what the segment is about. <laughs> but I think you're just still mad about the Man United, right? Right. Right. Uh, right. Dan Bird. That's bad. Right. No, Can you... Right, go on then. Dan Bird, thank you ever so much Dan for joining Bird, us. Thank you very much for coming on and for making us look right. pretty. Appreciate... Yeah. Right. And we appreciate you. Can you give me one word to sum this section up? Mm. No. No. <laughs> right, so um, recently the Player of the Year and the Young Player of the Year nominations mm. were announced. Mm. Uh, player How of the old year. is too young? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's thrown me. Um, <laughs> let's start with the player of the year rather than the young yeah. player. Okay, player of the year. Who's your player of the year, boys? Van Dijk. Van Dijk's mine. That is you easy can't for look, me. No, you can't look past Easy Sterling. to say Raheem Sterling. You can't uh, go I, past Sterling. I'm I sorry, think, you can't. I think you all can, his generous work that he's I, done on and off the pitch, standing up against racism. He's iconic this season. He's an iconic player. Van Dijk's been better on the yeah. pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you can look Van Dyke's right past Sterling at Van Dyke. I've, Van Dyke's I've, been immense. I'm not. I'm not just saying ridiculous. He, I'm not saying he's. What have I'm you not saying Virgil Van Dyke. I'm just saying he's an integral force. <laughs> he's mugging off Virgil Van Dyke. It'd be an integral message sent. It would be. Hopefully, but Van Dyke's been better on the pitch. I want Sterling. I want a Sterling double of the young player of the year as well as men. <laughs> right. Okay. This Sterling leaves us across the Okay. Board. Right. Hang on. Then. Let's like, get on to young player of the year. He's like a premiership you brought it in, young, but he is. I think he's been remarkable. I love him, but Van Dyke's been better. And what, and you think, just park that, park all that, park all the, all the, all the... Well, what are we doing? Are we voting for player of the year or humanitarian of the year? Everything. Well, instantly, you've got, like, Sterling with... Sterling will the win. The best yeah, I'd back Sterling to win humanitarian of the he's year. He's done no wrong. This isn't a personality vote. This is a who's yeah. been better on the pitch. Yeah, Sterling. Van Dyke. What's this? Hands down, Sterling. I genuinely think if we open this up, I think you'd be outvoted by Let's a do thousand it, to one. Ask the question. Who's been better, Van Dyke or Sterling? I'll ask the question. I'll put it on social media. Right. The young player of the I year. I know that. The, year, the young player of the year. <laughs> I will write it right <laughs> Who do you think should take this? Because I think David Brooks should. David the nominees, Brooks. The, na- the nominations are Trent Alexander-Arnold, David Brooks, Marcus no, really. Rashford, Declan Rice, Bernardo Silva, Raheem Sterling. Are there Declan Rice in there and Aaron Wan-Bissak is not? I don't know what my thing on the young player is. I think there should be a rule where if you've been a an established member of the first team at your I club Je- for a number of years, you shouldn't be allowed to be nominated for young player of the year. I think player of the year. Yeah, like, having Marcus Rashford, Bernardo Silva, and Raheem Sterling in there, it just I think there should players like Brooks are never going to get a chance to win it. Yeah. Then I Silver does need credit. Though. I think there should be. Yeah, but he's. I think there should be a lower the cap team. on the on the on the. Edge. I think because because it was, it was ridiculous. Old. It was ridiculous having Hazard in the young player of the year for however many years yeah. in a row. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but it does. Sure, it does. It does. He's, he's, he's fat. He's a. He's not a young player. player. He's not young. But yeah, he's not young. Like Bernardo Silva, they're not young now in football. Marcus no. Rashford has been playing first team football and been to World Cups. 
as England's number nine well, almost. You know, it's, it's, he's been yeah. to these. He's been as their striker. They're out there. And he's young player of the year. What do you want to go on? Like, the, the best debut? <laughs> no, it has to be certain age. You're not, you, certain, they need to be, do you think a certain amount of games as well? It needs to be under, 20, under 19, I reckon. Under 19? Or say maybe I would at least even say, under 20. I would, I would at least say like 21. Okay. 20, I, I reckon 21. All right, 20, I'd 20, I'd 21. 21. Then I'd have a mid-range award. <laughs> and then yeah. I'd have player. Okay. Well, so. it's, it's either, I think it's either hey, you cap it at 21 or you have another one. Underneath yeah. it, that's like best up and coming. Like America, if it's under, <laughs> yeah. like like North America, if it's under twenty one, don't go near it. Is what you're saying. That's what Danvers saying. We're gonna Are leave we it there. That? Yeah, we're gonna end on that. It's coming over the goal. This is very the It's goal. Gambling, drinking, racism. What should we talk about today? Uh, you choose. Can I have a racism, please, Bob? You've got racism. Congratulations to football. How do we okay. stop it? Go, Dan Bird. I, I think that more players need to come out and stand up against it. I, I, I think yeah. that too, too many players are worried Wayne about... Hennessy? about oh, Tweeting about yeah. having a social media mm. blackout to support. And everyone was just like, is he taking the mic? <laughs> He yeah, hasn't, he hasn't he, tweeted since his statement saying he didn't know what a Nazi salute was. He wants was. to know more about it. And the it. next tweet is him saying, "I'm not going on social media today because I'm supporting racism." <laughs> so anti-racism, you know. <laughs> I'm not. He's not a racist. Let me racism. You can never stop it. No, you I, can't. It's, it's never. No. Do you know the way of doing it's not it? Not going to be fixed. Is the way of doing it properly? Is that like-minded people? who aren't racist, so the bulk of society, mm. I would argue, aren't racist. They're good, like-minded, as three. We're all from different ethnic backgrounds, you know, especially you. <laughs> and, you know, we know that racism is stupid, yeah? So what you do is when you hear someone be racist in a crowd, when it's one person, yeah. all those people around go, dickhead, shut up. And you yeah. shut him up. But I, th- I, think, I think... That's what that, you do. Uh, I mean, footballers are idolised. Yeah. If I you just get think more of them coming out saying, I like the, but I, this is just if, stupid. Can what, I just say, if we were at a football stadium right now, we're watching a game right now, the three of us, and the guy next to us spits out vile racist abuse. I think every single one of us would go, shut your mouth, you ignorant knobhead. It's also yeah. that. That's what needs to happen. It's, it's, you actually kick them out of football yourselves. You yeah. go, shut up. And you tell these people that as a crowd, we're not going to, we're not going to watch it happen anymore. Yeah. Players are not going to watch it happen anymore. Refs, we're not going to watch it. We're going to call you a dickhead. I think it's <laughs> breaking that pack and tribal mentality, which is so important. So it also starts from very small waves. If you hear anyone saying anything remotely racist, racist yep. and it's against what you believe, don't just stand there and no, smile don't. about it. Call that person out over it. Yes. Stand up for yourself or just fundamentally say... I've got an issue with what you said. Your behaviour is not welcome it's, and your attitudes are not but, welcome in 2019. But it's, break, not. it's breaking that mentality. So I just call, like it's call to arms really, just to say if there's any sort of nonsense like that, you hear in a pack, if it's just one person, if it's 10 people, if it's at a stadium or whatever, to call people out, that's, that's the first part of, yeah. of doing this because that, people need to stand up and they need to be told that like, it's not acceptable. So that is, uh, that is where I believe things can start. And we'll have a look from there. We'll do some research. Let's start there. That is definitely <laughs> the one. Uh, that's, 
pretty. You got a, you got anything? The other thing. No, is, that's it. Uh, that's... The, other, the other thing is, the work of Raheem Sterling this year has been absolutely Brilliant. fantastic. Been the amazing. way he's conducted himself, and he's been an absolute beacon for light. <clears throat> Yeah. So I I think... Oh, he's that, been amazing. He's yeah. been superb. So with other players, like Hassan Adoy, I thought was very, Ab- very good. Absolutely. Yeah. They spoke so eloquently, you know, and it's, it is heartening to see. Um, so know, I think th- those type of movements do not, more for the game. Can I tell you what's not heartening to see? I'm going to call it to go there. Chelsea football fans. (laughs) I'm sick of them. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sick of it. If you support Chelsea and you listen to this, I do apologise. However, I'm just sick of them. There's so many. There seems to be every time one of these things happens, it's Chelsea. It's like, get them out of your club. You're a great club. Get rid of them. What are you doing? All right. Yeah, should we do it there? There we are. Oh, Wi-Fi connection lost. What the hell? You've brought not only design expertise with you this week, you've brought a section. I have brought a section. You're the first guest to have a section since Mitch, and he stayed for a year. <laughs> <laughs> What's I the section? He's well, tepid 11. I'm giving this to Dan Bird. Dan nice. Bird's section. Tepid 11. So the, what is it? I think that uh, top six clubs, they, they get celebrated all the damn time. Yeah. And it's pretty, the, the best 11, end of the season... Pretty much all going to be top six. Yeah, yeah, top pretty six much. Players. Uh, there's amazing players all throughout the Premier League. And uh, some players have been just having blinders this season. Yeah. And they should be celebrated. Let's do your tepid 11. Who you got? We'll, so, we'll go by who's the each goal? one of us. We've all done our tepid 11. Yeah, we've done tepid so 11. So we'll go through so. goalkeepers first and foremost. Go on then, goalkeeper. Just one? Um, just the one. You choose your one. Throw a few out there if you want. I'll choose mine. You choose yeah, yours. Yeah, all right, Go okay. Uh, my goalkeeper, I think I'm putting Fabianski in there. My goalkeeper is going to be Dubravka. And mine is Wayne Hennessy. Nice. Okay. okay. So why are you putting it, Dubravka in there? It, He's fantastic. Don't, no, yeah, but, but he fits the bill. He's not a top six player. He's not a top six player, but yeah, he's yeah. he's brilliant. He fits exactly the bill. Okay. He We're fits going uh, right back. So right back, outside the right top back. six, that is brilliant, but won't get in the player of the year. I think Wamsaku. I think he's he's my choice for right back. Got a few in there. Wamsaku, uh, Perea. Yeah, Ricardo Perea. Perea. Ricardo Perea. Perea has been brilliant at that. I'm going to go Perea. Yeah, I'm going to go he's Ricardo Perea. He well. was great at Porto as well last year. And he's been really good at Leicester. He's mm. got a lot of assists as well. Mm. He's settled into the league very well. You Tielemans as well. I know I'm jumping to a different position. Yeah. but. He's been amazing. All right, centre-backs. Right, go on then, centre-backs. centre-backs. Uh, I think... I chose Bong and Dunk just because I like their names. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah, good reason. Dunk That's Bong. Totally fine. I, I'm putting Ake in there. I, I think he's fantastic. If, if, he's a, if he's got a better partnership, then he's, I, he's a great player. Do you know, I just would check Wolves in the Wolves yeah, centre-backs. Yeah, pretty much. I just I, think they would. You know, you've got Doherty, obviously, more wing-back, but he's been a revelation this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you got uh, Bodhi, Connor. Is it Bodhi, isn't it? It is Connor. Bo- Cody. Connor Cody. 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 I, yeah, I'm putting Cody in as my other one. Yeah, he's well. amazing. He, he's just, yeah, I think he should Dunk be. Dunk as well, with Dunk. And uh, Lascelles is never out of that list. Yeah. Lascelles is one of the best yep. centre backs outside of the top six. So, like, Lila as well. Yeah, above the echelons of average on the peak. They're on the cusp. Right, okay. But they're not. Okay, 
They're they're Chris Sutton. They're not Alan Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but they're brilliant. Chris, Chris Sutton was brilliant, Chris but he wasn't Alan Shearer, that. was he? Yeah. All right, midfielder. Then. Midfield then. Midfield. No left back. Oh, left back. Well, Don't then. need left back. Left back. Taggart. <laughs> Lowerton. Go on then. I'm putting I'm putting Holabas in there. I think he's, he's Holabas has been really for, good for Pass. Watford. Yeah, Kevin, I don't know how tepid been... these are because these are like getting to no, like boiling. Yeah, but they're not. Just they're, they're not, not a boil. They're not. They're not yeah, yeah. They're about they're poached eggs. No, right. Okay. Yeah, you could even put. Um... It's, it's a simmer. It's not a boil. It's a simmer. Do you know you could also? Oh no, no. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I was expecting like carry on. tepid. Right, as in let's do centimeters. We got to be quicker with this. Come on, Hog and Gosling. I got. <laughs> I'm putting. I'm a Brooks. Absolutely. Gosling. Neves. I love Neves. Because um, uh, I've gone like. A, a, like a like not even a warm bath. It's like just you know when the tap is just about just you've above gone just it's gone about. room temperature. Yeah, it's just yeah. above cold. Okay, right. Okay, <laughs> on the scale of things, really I was gonna say yeah. Ruben Neves is arguably for me the best centre midfielder in the league. And you've yeah, got like simmering he's, there. He's That's amazing. simmering. Ruben Neves. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mia as well for Palace. I the really penalty like master at Palace. Okay. He's really I've good. done a four-two-four formation. So. Okay, right, let's bang through wingers and <laughs> right. Who are your wingers? Uh, brilliant. Pick two wingers: uh, Fraser and uh, Jota. Okay, I'd say wingers would be oh, Jota. Yeah, but they're not in the top six. This is our point yeah. of the section. Um, yeah, Jota would be. Uh, I'd have Jota at front, but yeah, I'd have pretty much exactly the same. Brooks, I'd probably have Brooks and Fraser. Brooks's winger. Yeah. I'm right, having Brooks in midfield. Left field. Okay. I've gone with Sugar Shane Long and Tosin. Right, strikers, just two names. Uh, God. Uh, striker, I'm only having one. I'm going for him Oh, I got two, so I'm going Ben Nimenez. Tech here, Mooney. He's going Ben Tech. I've gone for Tepid at best. If you're going Ben Tech I'm having Harry Kane. And I'm kidding. What the hell was that noise? Oh, who let him back? Greetings, Earthlings from Australia, the central coast of Australia. Yes, the familiar tones of Mitchell Gadd here with the championship corner from the other side of the globe from the future uh, as our, as you will be hearing this it is uh, it is going to be Thursday uh, so I'm from the future right now um, and from the future becomes a very special edition of championship corner I bet you never thought you'd hear this but you thought you heard the last of it well you haven't it's here, Championship Corner. And what better way to do a Championship Corner from Australia than in the business end of the Championship right now, where it is the promotion and relegation season uh, at the moment, where we decide who's up, who's down. And so it, it gives me absolute pleasure to say congratulations to Norwich City, who um, have all but secured promotion due to um, goal difference, due to fixtures and so on. Um, Norwich uh, are pretty much there. They're six points clear of third place Leeds. Um, they secured it with their fourth straight draw in a row. So they stumbled over the line, and more on stumbling in a minute. But they stumbled over the line, but nonetheless, thoroughly deserve to go up. 
They've been the masters of coming back from losing positions this season. They've been the masters of late goals. And not just late goals, I'm talking very, very, very late goals. We're talking 78th, 79th minute type of goals. Uh, sorry, 78th, 98th, 99th minute type of goals. Um, and they thoroughly deserve to go up. So congratulations to them. They play great football all season and um, deserve to take their place back in the Premier League after a long absence. But the question then remains, who's going to join them in the automatic promotions? And I have to say, it looks like it's going to be Sheffield United after an absolutely disastrous weekend of football from Leeds, where they lost twice, including at home to Wigan, who um, were down to 10 men for much of the game. Leeds um, took the lead, Wigan down to 10 men, um, and they still lost the game. Wigan remarkably came back and won 2-1, and Leeds followed that up with another loss, 2-0, at Brentford. So it's been a disastrous couple of games over the Easter period, and it's meant that Leeds now find themselves three points behind Sheffield United. Um, Sheffield United have a superior goal difference, I think, of plus 11 better than Leeds anyway. And looking at the fixtures, um, Sheffield United in their next game are at home to Ipswich. And although Leeds played them at home in the last game of the season, uh, away in the last game of the season, um, uh, all Sheffield United need to do really is win that game at home to already relegated Ipswich. And um, it doesn't really matter what Leeds do in their match because Sheffield United, as I said, with such a, a better goal difference than Leeds, they, even if Leeds win their game, will be three points ahead going into the last game with a far superior goal difference. And, you know, although the championship is crazy, and as I've, as I've described to you, there have been some crazy results lately, um, it's, even for championship standards, an already relegated side going to um, promotion chasing and inform Sheffield United. I, I can't see there being anything other than Sheffield United win. And Leeds happened to, to make matters worse for them, be at home to uh, Aston Villa, who were in white top form after 10 wins in a row. So even if Sheffield United don't win, it's difficult to see, um, it's, it's difficult to see Leeds winning that game, actually, um, because Villa go in such good form, Leeds go in such, um, in such disarray. Um, I can see Villa winning that game, I really can. And then where does that leave us? Well, that leaves us then with Leeds going into the playoffs with West Brom, with Aston Villa, and probably, more on this in a second, probably Derby County, um, going into it against a side in, in as I said, in, in incredibly good form. And you never want to play a side with that type of momentum. And it's always the case when you've got a side in the playoffs who drop down into third, if they've been in those automatic places for all of the season, it's so hard to regroup, it's so hard to collect yourself, um, that you normally end up you know, seeing that side uh, fall by the wayside in the playoffs. So, and I can see it happening here, it's got, it's got Villa written all over this, this playoffs. Um, who's gonna join them? Well, that last promotion spot, it's a shootout for that last spot between Derby and Bristol City, um, uh, Bristol City, Middlesbrough, and, um, and Sheffield Wednesday. And Middlesbrough's form is too poor. They're playing too poorly at the moment. Lost 3-0 at Forest on the weekend and are just not in, in great form lately in general. Um, I think Bristol City, although I've got a game in hand, probably... Um, probably a bit too far back. Sheffield Wednesday 
uh, and relied on too, other, too many other results to go their way from their position. Sheffield Wednesday are in decent form, but I think I've, I've played 44, so more, a game more than Derby. Um, I think Derby, you've probably got enough. They, they tend to pull out the results when it matters. So Derby, I think, will be the, the fourth team to join them. Um, those three previous mentioned teams in the playoffs. And then that, all that leaves is the final relegation slot, which um, Bolton already gone, um, Ipswich already gone, as I already talked about. And then it's, um, it's the final slot is, is Millwall or, or, or Rotherham, really. Um, Reading have got uh, Reading have got too good a goal difference, I think, for things to turn around. They're already six points clear, I think, of Rotherham. Um, and Millwall are three points clear of Rotherham, game in hand, and uh, the goal difference is plus 15 better, I think. So um, it's difficult to see um, Rotherham climbing out of that, and that will mean two of the three I thought would go down will, will, will have gone down, if that's the case with Rotherham. Um, and, uh, and and sadly for them, I think they'll be back in League One. They, they've been a bit of a, a yo-yo-y club over the years. Millwall, I think, have just got enough. And so that leaves us with the Championship corner. It'll be interesting to see if it works out like that. Congratulations once again to Norwich. Um, this is the Championship corner from the other side of the globe. Um, and um, guys, all that leaves me to say is I hope you're looking after the studio. Um, you know, stay safe and uh, I'll catch up with you soon. This is a great podcast. Feedback this week. I love a bit of feedback. I know, we all do. It helps us grow, helps us learn, helps us grow. It's the best part. Come on, feed me Seymour. I got Bischan. Yeah. Keep up the good good work. Yeah. He's attached a winky face. Nice, okay. Emoji or... It was a winky face emoji. It was yeah. emoji. Okay. Yeah, Not just the so, semicolon. Yeah. There's uh, uh, that. Francis Bernardi. <laughs> Francis Bernardi. Uh, again, just the cool emoji. Cool. Okay. So I can, yeah. I can do that. Who else been in touch? Fabrizio Colaccini. Ooh. I know. He hasn't been in touch a while. I know. It says hi to, say, say hi to Dan Bird. Hi, okay. Dan. Hey. Says, uh, Colaccini. Um, mm. Aaron Moy just says, why though? It's not constructive, Aaron. Paul Skoll says, keep plugging away at the anti-gambling bug in football. Then we've got Luke Nillis, who says, bring back hairy footballers. Sean, Sean Gota says, feed me sweet, sweet football content. Just goes off. There. <sighs> Do you know what? Um, Julio Baptista says, oh, beastie. Nice. And that wraps up my feedback for the week. See. Nice. Good. Carry on. Good, 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 good. Right. We've come to the end of, of the another road. week. Thank you very much, Dan Bird. Dan Bird, on. thank you so much. Right. No, thank no, you no, for no. coming back on. Um, yeah, it's been a good week. What do you reckon? I'm pretty good. Bones. I'm glad you calmed down after our... After Man United. United. Yeah, I mm. did chill out more, after that. That was good. rage surfacing. Well, you gave me the egg. Less salt. Didn't you? Mm. You said gave me, you gave me the egg mm. and you said, go on then. Have a go. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what we wanted to, you know, thanks very much for sticking around. Go follow us on all social media. All at of that. Touchline Rant everywhere. Any um, special events going on? Maybe. Keep an eye on our social media. We may have a special event no, coming no, no. up. Like, there's another one as well. There is another one, is there? Yeah, that one. Yeah, there is another one as Thank well. Um, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ben. Have a good one. We'll be at Depot. 
We'll be at the depot on May the 2nd, May the 2nd. for Benjam. Benjam, please check Come it out. Down. Have a look. We'll put a link in yeah. to Benjam. Have a look. Today would have been it. his birthday, so it's very good. I'm glad that I'm here doing this after last week as well on his birthday. So, yeah, happy birthday, Ben. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Oh, yeah, social, all that. All that. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts, y'all. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.